Hey listeners, David is back for another podcast, and we split it again into two parts. This week is the first part, and next week will be the second part. Enjoy. Okay, we're recording now. We're recording. <laughs> I'm a lot. I'm, I'm a lot. Not one. repeating anything. You don't have to repeat anything. Yeah, I'm not repeating anything. No. I'm not repeating anything. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna do that music again. Sorry. <laughs> this has never happened. This has never happened before. That didn't happen last time. It didn't happen last time. One. Hello, welcome to He's Hop. Something's off of me, just Joey. Something was off. <laughs> Something was the off. The recording was off. So I've got this um, podcasting set up here, and I'm usually pretty decent with it. But just now, David Lamb, David's here. Say hi, David. Hi. He was giving us the Oscar performance of a lifetime, and then I looked down at my. Uh, soundboard and I noticed we were not recording. Yeah, so when you asked me about the cruise, I'm just going to say as per my last email, which was deleted because there's no proof of it. So <laughs> I'm just going to say that. That's fine. We don't expect you to have to give a super detailed review of the cruise. But yep. what you've been you've been talking for six useless minutes through no fault of your own. So I'll, I'll start us off on this one. But yeah, I mentioned in last week's podcast that I was not on the cruise, but David was on the cruise. Um, so now that the cruise is over, I did hear from a lot of people because we have a lot of friends that were on the cruise. Obviously, we heard from a lot of people that uh, there was some sort of sickness going around. Uh, I think that on cruise ships there are some. Uh, sometimes you get sick for like a day or two, and then it's over. It looks like we had some of that, uh, which is never fun. But sometimes on a cruise ship, when you have everyone. In such close proximity, that was a thing. But as far as I can tell from my Instagram here in Los Angeles at home, it looked like a pretty fun cruise. We had quite a few friends that were on board. But uh, the Atlantis cruises are always fun. So, yeah, as I was um, really dramatically giving a really accurate, detailed six minute presentation about how the cruise was, um, it was Jesus, good. I'm it's always sorry. fun. Always fun. Gay, gay Disneyland. For a week, it is out like, of reality. It it is like that. It's a it's like an alternate universe when you go. Yep. Honestly, it's uh you're you step off a plane. Maybe you're at a hotel the night before. Even when you're like at the port terminal, that's kind of sort of where it starts. I think because when you get to the port, that's where you see like all like hundreds thousands of other gay men of various shapes and sizes and ages and backgrounds and everything, and we're all like descending onto this port terminal and we're all like boarding in droves. I think that's where it kind of sort of hit you that, oh, this is not like regular everyday life. Yeah, a gay fantasy. I think all the newbies um, had a good time and like a lot of uh, rumors sort of surround this ship, but it's like almost all of those people aren't on it. (laughs) So it's like maybe like listen to the people who are on it. (laughs) Maybe. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think I think we can uh, I mean I think we can give you can give a quote unquote review of the cruise, but honestly, you know, go onto my YouTube channel and just check out a bunch of the after movies I did on that. Um, but yeah, so switching up a little bit, you just told me recently that was like some article or like someone did a post somewhere out there basically about how these cruises are always just like filled with like people that are high people that are doing drugs people are just like 
having sex everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Basically painting the some of these gay kuzas in an unflattering light. And it's like, I, I don't know. Some, I think I read uh, media articles like a few years ago, like, I don't know, some whatever, I don't know it, what kind of newspaper or website or whatever it was. But once in a great while, we do see like a post on social media or some sort of news article that kind of sort of paints that kind of picture of those cruises. And you just uh, mentioned one to me kind of sort of recently. And it's never like super flattering, basically. It's like the tone of those articles. Um, I mean, I think that uh, extends to like comments as well. Like, yes. And it goes back to my very first cruise. I'd, I was so anxious <clears throat> in 2015 before my first cruise. I heard all this sort of rumors and conjecture and then I went on for myself uh, and then had an amazing time, changed my life. Then afterwards I was sort of reviewing what these people said and then going back, all these people had never been on one before. So I was like, oh wait, why am I listening to opinions of people who haven't done it? So uh, I think it's a part of a broader problem where it's easy to hate on slash be jealous of or just be a negative person because of i don't know insecurity or just they want to be there and it's just like it may, may make them feel better to be like hey that looks shit or hey that looks whatever i mean yeah. you entirely turn your opinion but um and also i do understand um some of the videos of this one in particular the big um oasis class ships where you do see like the thousands of people so that is very intimidating for maybe someone who is also introverted yep. or is um, worried about social distancing. That I definitely understand where it's like, you know, that it looks like my worst nightmare. Fine. You know, that's, I'm, I'm, you're not on it. So cool. Yeah. Cool story. Like no I you on that understand ship. your you thing. And also at least, you know, if that's where they're like, that looks like my worst nightmare. I'm like, okay, well you do you, man. That's at least that way. They're not, they're not trashing it. I guess there's all these levels you can, you know, you can opt in and opt out to it, but like, if you really, if you truly don't like that view or that space, either why do you need the, to comment on it? <laughs> you can just just skip it, or your algorithm's telling you something. Maybe you do are interested in those things. So um, yeah, I just think if people who are like looking at doing it, um, listen to people who have actually done it. In people my opinion. Like us. Uh, yeah, true. But or, or friends or listen to first-hand advice, not people who um, are just like, I heard, I heard that this person, I heard that someone jumped off, I heard that. And we're just like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, so that's yeah. all. Yeah, I think um, no, when it's on social media, in like a Facebook group or Instagram, whatever, I think when it's a comment on a post in social media, I think we've had social media for long enough now. Facebook is like, what, 20 years old or something like that? You know, we we know that people... <gasps> Facebook is no longer a twink. <gasps> no. Facebook is always Facebook a is no longer... I don't oh know God. exactly how old Facebook is. Facebook, but Facebook is. has been out for like 20, 20-ish. Oh, it's been a long time. Facebook is almost legal. Facebook is in the 20s. Facebook needs to start filing their fucking taxes. Yep. But... We've had social media long enough now that we know random people on the internet will just leave a comment 
on anything and everything. So me personally, I don't pay a lot of attention to the comments because people literally will just say anything about everything and none of it is solicited. That's just kind of sort of like the comment section on almost anything. So I don't really pay that much attention to it. But I think it's a little bit different when, you know, it's a uh, article in the media. It's like there's like some sort of news or some sort of public website that's not just like your personal blog. You know, if it's like an actual media article or news article or something like that, um, or you've gone to the trouble of like creating like um, a whole video that you post, that's not, you know, that's like, you know, someone could uh, make a whole YouTube video that talking about how gay crews are bad and all, all that stuff, whatever it is, right? So that's, I kind of sort of, the comments, a comment on a post, I see that differently than if you actually go create a piece of content, you write a story, you make a video, whatever. When it's like that, I feel like that's really kind of sort of people need to, like you said, anything you see or read on the internet, you got to really think about, okay, is this like fact or is this someone's opinion? Are they biased? You know, that's where I think like people need to kind of think for themselves, whether the media, the content they're consuming, you know, like who is saying that? What's the source? Is that like bias? Is it reliable? So on and so forth. But I think you can actually expand that to like anything you consume on the internet, not just this particular topic of like someone writing an article or saying something about an Atlantis cruise. Oh, 100%. I think for every, I think people will love cruises and gay cruises are a separate entity. Yeah. Um, but also people, uh, some people are against um, circuit parties. And then even within the circuit, there's people, you know, everyone's got different likes and things. But for me, like the proof is in my putting, like my actions speak louder than words. I continually come back. Yeah. I am not paid to promote them at all. Uh, but all I have is because my personal first time was so uh, meaningful to me and I had such a good time that if I could either if I could share that experience or if someone had even 50% of the positivity that I had from my first experience, then you would have a good time. And on, on the cruise, everyone's just sort of smiling. We had sort of cloudy weather for the first two. So to be fair, uh, it was the, the weather was not the greatest of all of our January cruises. You can't control the weather though. Right. But the thing is um, everyone brought good vibes on. Okay. Most people could have good vibes on. I, I think with the growth of the internet, people do like to complain. That's I, I hate that, but people do. And I guess they sort of have a right to, I guess, they're like, well, you know, I paid for this vacation. I can complain. Uh, some of the complaints were weather-related, though, where they couldn't use, like, the Wave Rider because that's a shutdown uh, deck 16, 17 for the first Probably two days. Too windy. Yeah, it, it was way too windy. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was way too windy. And so, um, but... Most people there were like, you know, well, you can't control the weather. So there's things you can change, things you can't change. But um, I had I got had a really amazing night. I think night three was probably my favorite night, which was the spaceship night, or maybe night four. Spaceship party, spaceship. Yeah, theme, so I think I stayed till like ten a.m. that day or eleven a.m. that day. Yeah. So then, and then I had I was sick coming into the. David I, party's I, hard, y'all. 
No, I I just recovered from like an influenza from White Party, like maybe just four days before I came out for the cruise. So I guess my antibodies were ready. So <laughs> ready I was kind of my immune system was my immune system was battered, but at least it had was protected. So I didn't catch anything. Seemingly, knock on wood, uh, I didn't catch any of the various twenty four hour bugs that were floating around the ship. Yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, I coming into the cruise, I was I guess the most unfit physically because I was just recovering. And I was just saying to you earlier, like, I think my recovery has been affected by it. Yeah. But, dude, overall, amazing cruise. I would do it again. Um, a big ship. It was a big party crowd. If you want to party, this is the one to do. Um, if you want to dance till 10 a.m., this is the one to do. If you want to With meet... David Lamb. If you want to meet a fellow people who... No, not me. If you want to meet people who party... All night long, all morning long. You're literally just talking about yourself. Oh, I'm actually not. <laughs> but then I think I did. Coming I, from the person that just said he partied till 11 a.m. One or oh, two nights. Uh, two, two. Two nights. White party and that night. I didn't really. Uh, uh, it still proves my point. Yeah. But I'm, I'm getting older and I thought I was getting too old for this. But then I remember that I'm just recovering from uh, New Year's. So, yep, anyways, it's a great thing, but uh, make your own decisions, make your own, get sick. Yeah, there's obviously thousands of people who do it every year um, and they keep coming back. Like I go there and it's like one giant family reunion. I'm like, oh my God, you're here, you're here, you're here, you're here. And it's, it's uh, yeah, truly addicting. It, yeah, you, I, I always say this, you don't really see people do just one. <laughs> Like, yeah, we if they do one, they'll want to come back. The like, vast oh, majority the of one? people that have done an Atlantis cruise, uh, the vast majority of them go again. It doesn't, you know, it's not like their first and their last. Nah. It's very rare. Yeah. People, yeah, are into like tens, twenty, dozens, dozens yeah. of them. Yeah. One of the things, uh, one of the things uh, about the cruises that I keep repeating over and over for years now is that. The cruise experience is what you make of it. And there's so many different things you can do on the cruise that you get to choose your own adventure. You know, if you're a party person, you want to just party all the time, you can do that. But there are people that don't want to party all the time. And they there's, there's lots of other things besides parties that anyone on the ship can do. They've got... Like on these uh, on these ships, right? Like we talk about the party because we're into them, but that's just us. You know, you could wake up early and watch the sunrise and do like an early morning yoga class. And then you can go get like breakfast. And then there's like all sorts of activities on the ship uh, day and night that you can do that are not the parties. The party is maybe like, I don't know. I don't know, one of like 30 or 40 different things you can do on any given day. So every day when we get uh, the cruise compass or the newsletter that they, it's electronic now, but every day there's a, um, a newsletter that you can get and it shows you every single thing that's going on on the ship. And literally there's like 40, 50 things listed in there. If you read the whole thing, there's like 40, 50 different things you can do. And it's like during the day or during the night, um, and it's not like the parties are just like one or two items on like that list of 40 something things. Yeah, no, I've had a new people who 
I had a friend who like won like two thousand dollars at the casino because he likes to play at the casino. Yeah, I had a friend who went on one of the ports. Uh, his new profile photo is him with a seal, like literally touching a seal. Oh, really? So that's cool. Damn, that's cool. I had a group of friends who almost drowned. They did a waterfall oh, adventure, like a a freaking. They like hiked through a Spicy. waterfall. Okay, in like it must have been the Dominican Republic. Um, yeah, you can also get off the ship. There's every itinerary has like at least like three ports that you can get off of and every port is a little bit different yeah. and every port there are excursions that you can go on yeah people so do beach you're days. not stuck on that ship for seven or ten days or whatever people do jet ski um, yeah you can do lots of things we talked about the uh you really mentioned the uh, uh the wave rider thing that's on the ship you can yeah there's like sports and stuff you can do on the ship um, escape room there's escape rooms depending on the exact um on the uh, on one cruise last year, I did go karts. That particular ship mm. had a go kart track on it, and I and I did go kart. Like depending on the ship, there's different types of things you can do. And Atlantis themselves, they don't just throw parties. They bring on uh, musicians, singers, uh, drag queens. So you see like drag shows. You see people that are singing. They have a pianist. They always have a pianist like um, that they bring on. Uh, they organize these groups, uh, these social groups. For example, uh, one example is they have groups that are for people who are parents, right? So that they can get to like daddies, like real daddies, like people that are daddies. Are all daddies are real? All they, daddies they, are real daddies. They have two differences. One that's like daddies, like not in the parental sense, and they have a real daddies, like a social gathering Fathers. thing, where it's for people who, who have actual kids. Mm-hmm. Right, and that way, you know, it's like a great. It does also have like singles nights and couples nights and things like that. They do like uh, singles and couples dinners. That's like a really popular thing where, like, maybe at six or seven uh, p.m., you do like a pre-drink meet at like a bar. They'll announce all the locations, and then afterwards, you know, um, everyone, all the singles or the couples, whatever, they'll go to like dinner at the main dining hall. So there are a lot of different things you can do. Again, the parties are like we we talk about the party because we're party people. But the party is literally just like one or two of the events every day on this list of like 40-something events and things that you could be doing on the ship. And it's actually impossible to do everything. The, the fact that they have so many uh, events and activities on board is that you can pick and choose what you like. Because if you don't like to do a party, you can go play racquetball or you can go uh, rock climbing or you can, you know, join a pottery class I these are, I'm just pulling stuff out of my ass, but you know, you can make the cruise however you want it to be. There's so many different types of things that you can do. Mm. But who who are you, who are you talking to? Do you think most of your, these listeners have gone on one before? Like, I'm curious. So, um, Don't they? I think on my YouTube channel, for example, I get a, it's a mix of people that, actually there are quite a lot of people on my YouTube channel, just judging from the comments that, want to go on a cruise uh but they can't for some reason maybe they're they don't live in a region where they can easily hop on a cruise um or someone who uh has never been on a cruise before okay but they so they want to okay, go okay, okay, just okay. judging from the comments i think we really mentioned this on a podcast before where um the people that have been on cruises before uh that's not i i don't think there's a ton of those 
watching my YouTube video. Yeah, bro, because I'm like, you'd be so bored. You're like, why are you telling me this shit? I freaking know this shit. This is <laughs> yeah, so I think the people that, at least the ones that uh, engage on my YouTube channel with likes and comments and stuff, most of those are people that have not been on a cruise before. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. You'll love it. You'll love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it. try it once. If you don't like it, you don't have to go back. But statistically, most people that go once, they want to go again. Just, yeah, just that you just meet just cool people. Actually, I did meet, oh, I, should, I didn't end up going. Um, I was at the buffet and, you know, you talk to random people all the time. As you do at the buffet. And he was mentioning uh, there was a drag queen show at like 9 p.m. who was going to do singing Ariana Grande songs. <gasps> but I... Uh, I think it was white party night. So I was, I just, I just remembered it now. Oh, he was really friendly too. I was like, oh, and th- so this stuff, I don't know. I'm not looking at the cruise campus for every every little thing. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea. It, I actually legitimately was like, no, no, I actually want to see this, and I should just only remember now. So sorry, there was if you're somehow listening or watching. They're not. Um, <laughs> only three people listening to this. Three, yeah. And they're, they're, anyways, they're not, he was really nice, and I was like, like I would actually love to thingy, but I think by then I was. I don't know what day it was. I think it was towards the end. But I was like, oh, this well, is cool. If it's white party night, it would be the- I think it might have been white party night. It'd be like day night. six. I think it might have been white party night. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, but um, I never read that whole newsletter because it's just too much to read. I like glance on the on the first page and then I the next thing I look at is um, what port we're at. It's also on the front page. And then another thing I look at is the restaurant hours well the thing is i think that that should be used not like as a book but that is a information source yeah so you're using exactly what it was and i was like oh when i looked at it i'm like oh this this bitch is seeing at nine o'clock so yeah you're right this bitch is seeing it so i look for the weather i didn't care about the port the weather yeah um, yeah but i like to know if it's a sea day or not a sea day i guess maybe that's more accurate i don't care too much exactly where we are like what port we're docking at i just want to know if it's a sea day or not a sea day yeah generally i think that's the one order that i do know before that's probably the only thing i know is like okay it's like roughly c c port 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 white party or something i have to put otherwise i don't know what day i don't fucking know no i I, you don't you you don't know uh the yeah so it says what day it is like day one two three or whatever Mm. right on the front and i end up uh from the crucifixion guide, which is the PDF you get like a few days before you actually board the cruise. And it has a preview of the entertainment. Uh, it's not like the set in stone uh, schedule. You get the schedule on the newsletter. You get every day when you're on the ship. But the preview gives you an idea what entertainment or at least like the headliners are. And I like to go through the CVG before the cruise and put onto my own calendar on my phone uh, what shows I want to see. I'm mean, sure that's wise. I mean, I think you should prioritize. Yeah, if you look at whatever, if like the EDM headliner, like Paul Van Dyke this year, if he's your main yeah. thing, then you would like, okay, cool, I'm doing this. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm taking a break here. I'm going to watch this show. I'll eat early this to watch this show later. So no, it's wise. That's what it's there for, I guess, right? To plan your day out. Because at the end of the day, it's your cruise and it's you can do whatever you want. And yeah. That, that's yeah. exactly true. Mm-hmm. So uh, someone messaged me today. Uh, I wasn't on the cruise, but apparently according to this person, uh, during one of like the many speeches that Rich Campbell gives on the ship, mm-hmm. uh, Rich Campbell is the uh, founder and owner of Atlantis. President. 
yep. president. Uh, yeah, I don't know the, I don't know all the titles, but apparently he told people in like a Q and A or like in front of a crowd that there's going to be a Asia cruise next year. Uh, in January. No, no comment. I. No, I'm I'm telling you this. Oh, okay. I'm not I'm not asking you to confirm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I uh once again with Atlantis until I see it in paper and thingy. <laughs> that is there's true. literally no I've heard rumors of many things. So this this is what someone I knew on the cruise told me, but like apparently, yeah, like it, it's until it's confirmed and I see it on the website, I don't Exactly. Don't <laughs> Yeah, but I'm kinda excited about it because um I, I love to party in Asia. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what kind of if this happens what kind of itinerary they have. Because every year, like, obviously, Atlantis is based in the U.S., so we get um, the U.S. cruises out of Florida or California, and then they always have uh, cruises in the Mediterranean in Europe. Yep. But it's not every year that there is a Asia cruise. I know, I think next week or the week after, coming up pretty soon, they have a cruise uh, in Australia, like a five-day cruise. I think it's this week. very soon. I think it's this weekend. Oh, wait, this coming up. It's coming up very soon in the like next, next week, week or I so. Think, yeah. Something like that. So uh, th- that's cool to see. Uh, I know in 2023, they did have an Asia cruise in, was in November. They did a cruise in Asia in November. Yeah, but I'm hoping that uh, there is enough demand in the future to see an Asia cruise on the calendar more regularly. Well, it makes sense if you're there already, like you've, if you're definitely going to be in, in the area, the region, it makes sense to like make the most of that long flight across. Cause it's hard for you to get to Asia, right? Yeah. Sort of ish. Whereas for Australians, it's finally something close. Close-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause with the flight, like 20 hours to get to fucking Miami, so yes. it makes sense for those who would have made the trek to Asia for for a New Year celebration somewhere. Um, if they're doing Bangkok, for example, yeah, it could coincide. Makes cool. sense. And then it'd be like a recovery. It'd be like, hey, I've partied enough, and then I can recover potentially, depending on the itinerary. Yeah. So nothing's been announced yet. But if it if it goes ahead, I'm I'm just really excited to see like what the details are for that particular one. Because I'm excited for there to be more. I mean, they just literally announced that Europe one. Like, oh yeah, they added a like, uh, two weeks. What did they announce? Like really recently, like two weeks ago on the cruise, maybe earlier this month. But I got an email yeah. about it, and it's like, oh, I'm like okay, all of a sudden, I'm like the two med cruises are sold out next minute. There's one in July. It's in July. Yeah. So David and I, we did a episode of this podcast. Uh, I think it was in December where we went through uh, very quickly and briefly all the cruises that were coming up in 2024. But since that time, uh, they just announced a additional Mediterranean cruise in Europe in July. It will be on a Virgin cruise ship. And I got an email about it. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if it's on the website yet, but I I don't remember a hundred percent. But uh, feel free to Google Atlantis's website. Um, but sometimes I know they open up cruises for alumni first to book before they open to the general public. But uh, so we're obviously alumni. But yeah, there is going to be four. Med cruises next year. They have the Oceana cruise, which is the luxury cruise in July. They have this brand new 
uh, Virgin Cruise uh, in the Mediterranean, also in July. And then we have the two uh, Mediterranean cruises that are 10 days each that are back-to-back, also on Virgin Cruises in August. So that's a lot of cruises in Europe this year. Usually there's two, maybe three, and this year there's four. Yeah, so crazy. far, mm. wait till they add another one. I don't know. I don't yeah, know where. Crazy. I guess really ramping up after COVID, I guess. Yeah. I was just telling David, um, there's a chance I may not go on any cruises this year. No, no response. Yeah, because you're not going on any cruises. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, yeah. Wait, well. <laughs> I, had, I wasn't. Th- that was exactly the response I was looking for. Yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't go on this January one because I just I just needed to save some money, and the the I'm not going to I'm not flying to Australia just to go on a five day cruise, and the other Caribbean cruise that's coming up in March I don't usually go on that one because the crowd is quite different, and I'm not going to fly to Europe to go on a cruise again. I did that in 2023. Flying Europe is very expensive in the summer in July and August, and I don't think that's like a, something I want to do again. Um, so that leaves the October cruise and I had planned to go, uh, to Taipei for Taiwan pride again this year, but, um, yeah, we'll see how the year progresses. I think the October one is the only kind of realistic option for me at this point. If I Mm. do want to go on a cruise this year, maybe you're just moving away from cruises. No, I love doing the cruises. I would have been on the January one. I, I was booked on the January one at for like a long time, I just decided to save that money because um, I didn't have a roommate. I was going to have my own room and that is not cheap. That was like $3,000 for that room on top of I have to fly myself over to Miami and I have to have at least like one night of hotel. So um, yeah, I'm not, I, I love the cruises. I'm not off the cruises. I just, you know, I just need to watch my money monies. Mm. That's no, good. Smart making smart making good choices. Adulting. We're adulting, adulting. pretty hard. Adulting, yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh cruises aside, so you had mentioned that like I talked on the last episode of the podcast that, uh how I got sick. You got way more sick, but it's good to know that you're like you're hundred percent now. Uh I just Ish. have this lingering nah, well lingering um, nah, it's not. But luckily I did it's like my doctor knew what was gonna happen, but he goes if it is influenza, it, it which I don't think I've had before, or it's been a long time since I've had the actual me. the actual flu. He was like, "No, it is very normal to sort of feel or have lingering uh, after effects for a few weeks." And I guess it's not normally you go on like a seven day party cruise in the middle of that recovery. <laughs> but I was I was already I was sort of uh, the acute symptoms had sort of subsided four days before I came up here, and then it was just this lingering little mini cough i can go hours without coughing and then randomly have a coughing fit and i was just just it's just because I'm, I'm i was really cognizant of the cough so i'm like i i, I feels it feels like i'm doing it a lot so uh, no i'm kind of okay actually yeah like i said i didn't develop any new symptoms after the cruise so i think that whatever i had before was like a shield that kept me through we got the so i did lose a lot of weight though so i just gotta get that back Oh my god, yeah. So we're both we're both um hard at work at the gym. We're trying to get back into our regular gym schedule, both of us. 
as much as we can. Yeah, I've lost six kilos at least. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. That's like, it's, but it's a little, little uh, less than half, right? Compared to pounds. No, it's six times two. It's like fi- maybe 15 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, that's a lot yeah, of weight to lose. Yeah, it was rough. And then I thank God for um, protein shakes on the cruise. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, Those were so good. Oh my God. That yeah. nutrition bar thing at the gym is like a godsend. Yeah, so on the uh, Oasis class ships on Royal Caribbean, they have the Vitality Spa. That's the name for the uh, for the spa and gym. They call it the Vitality Spa and Gym. On the Oasis class ships, though, there is a little. Uh, it's not a bar, but they have a little uh, like uh, uh, protein shake and snacks thing at the entrance. It's a juice bar, basically. It's they a protein bar. and juice. Yep. Yeah, it's like on, uh, on, uh, when you're about to walk in before you get to the gym and the spa. Uh, yeah, so there's like a little juice bar. They do snacks and they also do protein shakes. So if you happen to have, you can just buy a la carte. It's like, I don't know how much it is, eight six bucks? or seven, six eight or eight bucks, bucks or something. I think seven ninety five or eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And uh, you can kind of customize it because yeah. they have fresh fruit there and they say, oh, like, do you want like bananas or strawberries yep. or strawberries, chocolate yeah. or whatever flavor you want? Yep. And then they've got different types of protein powder. You can do whey or you can do vegan. Uh, so you can kind of sort of customize it. Um, and they are usually very, very delicious. Yeah, it's like 6.30 to 10 p.m. Anyways, they're amazing. They've got hours. So like that's one of the places we go uh, on that particular ship is those chicks are really good. We like to keep our protein up. But what I've started to do is actually I'll bring a whole bag or bottle of protein powder onto the ship. And it'll la- I keep it just in my room. And usually it will last me... Um, yeah, it'll last me like a whole week if I have like a couple of those every day. Yeah, I guess I should have been more um, like trying to keep my weight up after losing so much weight over New Year's. But I just, you just, I don't know, I, I was there to party and dance with the friends. So I, didn't, you're shredded really, now. I didn't worry about it. You're yeah, shredded. Accidental shredding. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you, you've done a shred cycle, basically. Oh, now you can do so bulk. Gross. Now you can do bulking. Now. Yeah, I need to get back into it. Yeah. So, okay. So that will be another episode of uh, the podcast. All right. We will sign out from there. Say bye, David. Bye, bye David. Bye. bye.